Welcome to Them Pups, episode 8. Today, Pup Cylon, that's me, and Pup Tango discuss headspace. That's our word of the day, headspace, as in pup headspace. We really start to dive into the pup scene in headspace. Hope you enjoy. Don't forget, uh, if you like what you're listening to, leave us five stars, share with your friends, and maybe even send a voice message so we can answer your questions or feature you in future episodes of Them Pups. Them Pups Thoughts and Bears, Episode 8. Oh, and don't forget, if you want to listen to the Just for Fans, or I should say, see the Just for Fans videos, the actual video recording of us recording this podcast. Just for Fans, Be Bear, Be Bear, B-E-B-E-A-R, B-E, B-A-R-E, and use the code THEMPUPS. THEMPUPS, yeah. And that'll make the trial $1, so you can see all the episodes in video. Here's THEMPUPS, episode 8, Word of the Day, Headspace. I didn't... <laughs> yeah. Every time. Every every fucking time. That blows my fucking mind. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it there. It doesn't matter. I get it. I don't get it. I get it. I don't get it. I get it because you did it. So it's a thing. Okay. So um... <laughs> something tells me you don't get it, but we're not going to go any further, uh, any further into it. Why I'm saying that sometimes, folks, we in the beginning, first of all, let's introduce ourselves first. Uh, this is Pup Cylon. And this is Pup Tango. We are them pups. We are them pups. By the way, I'm going to say this at the front because we always say it at the end. And what if people like pass out by the end or they don't make it all the way to the end? If you want to see the video recordings of this, go to the Just for Fans, B-E-B-E-A-R, B-E-B-A-R-E. That's be bear as in the animal, be bear as in my bear ass in the wind. Be bear, be bear, be bear, be bear on Just for Fans and use the code them pups, T-H-E-M-P-U-P-S, them pups, all one word, no spaces, for a $1 trial to see these videos. On them pups and it won't limit you to just one video you can go watch all seven soon to be nine episodes now you guys just launched two weeks ago and you already have nine episodes that's exactly according to the fucking experts don't know who they are actually my friend is an expert but i never asked him this question <laughs> so it's a you know dr dr daddy podcast never asked him this question dr daddy how you doing <laughs> See, I'm hanging out with him I Sunday. Love him. <laughs> I'm hanging out with him Sunday for another installment of Gloomhaven. I can almost assure you he would definitely not come on here because I'm guessing that with his job, he probably wouldn't want to come onto a podcast and talk about podcasting. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing because he's got like you know, a serious adult doctor daddy podcast job. Doctor Daddy podcast job. We did the right thing oh, in launching sweet. all of this. And then what even reinstates that is people being like, oh my God, it's so awesome. I've listened to all of it which means there's eight hours of our podcast available and we have listeners we have members of we are them pups you're all part of them pups now y'all are part of them pups now and that's what i've been doing on social media is when i see people post a group picture of a bunch of pups i've been adding a bunch of pups on our instagram and when there's like four or five or six pups i'm like look at them pups Look at all them pups is what I've been saying because it's like a play on words and they're all so fucking cute. I'm so I so if anything, and this is going to lead us into what I believe we're going to start off today, just so you know, I'm not aimlessly talking. If you just listen to the last episode, you don't have to listen to it first, but you might consider it because in the last episode we talk about we have a, a word of the day and that word is seen. 
We also give the definition of scene and BDSM. Um, and we really break it down and we have some, I have some epiphanies for sure. And we have some together epiphanies about uh, sadism and masochism. And we just start to talk and we talk about the evolution of ick the ick evolution. And it's just a very interesting podcast if you want to listen to it. But what we didn't do is we didn't cover everything and nor will we ever cover everything. But we're going to start where we left off, which is talking about the pup scene. We didn't really get into the pup scene at all. And I wonder if this is the episode a lot of people have been uh, waiting for. And that brings us to our word of the day. What is the word of the day, Jeff? I've taken off professor glasses. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Tell me you're fucking kidding me. You try. I'm going to give you a hint because you came up with the word of the day and you were putting on your pup hood to really embody the word of the day. And then we decided that it definitely got away the way of your microphone. I got it. I got it. I remember now. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, um, the word of the day, the the second word of the day, depending on when you're listening to this, um, is (laughs) headspace. H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E. I love that you fucking That's oh just what God. it means to me. My favorite part is Pup Tango comes up with a word of the day, and then Pup Tango, within five minutes of coming up with it, forgets the word of the day. And this is what you're dealing with. Welcome to, and in case you didn't know, and we haven't reminded you lately, we are both ADHD. We are both neurodiverse. We are both queer. We are both in a world of spectrum and fluidity. I identify as ma- Omni with the pronouns he and they, and you, Tango. I identify as non-binary with the pronouns they, that. And pop. You said you prefer pop, right? I don't mean to correct you I prefer you on your when own you're fucking... like referring to me, like I would just call me pop. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I just, I want to put that out there because like sometimes we, yeah. So that's how I've been referring to you as pop. I try to. As early enough, I try to just call you pop. I have one play partner friend slash wants to be play partner that calls me cub because okay. he does not play. He does not, um, he does not involve himself in pop play. I haven't mm-hmm. gone into the reasons why that is. Holy I, um, shit. That's so topical to today, by the way. I love that. I don't want to like, I don't want to make anything uncomfortable, but what you're talking no, about no, is no, no, topical no. He, like, for today. He, like it's cool people, like cool people. Good. And I, he explained it and it wasn't on some like, oh, you're, 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 you just want to fuck dogs. No, that's not at all. What the mm-hmm. fuck is going on here? Um, he, he's well burst in the realm of headspace. 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 Yeah. So interesting. I actually, before we get into headspace and I have definition right here on my phone, which I will get back to and I will read, you notice how I'm purposely putting the sole of my foot right on the camera for people Mm -hmm. if they're into that. Like, I don't know if you notice that I'm doing that. Like I'm totally giving people, um, you know, it's free toes out here. It's free toes. Given those, those do you get into feet at all or no? Is that totally not a you thing at all? It, there's like, it's here or there. It's here or okay, there. So it's never can like that. Be can that be an ick? When you look at my foot, are you like ick? No, not you're at allowed all. to be. You're allowed to be. It doesn't have you to have be. You have pretty feet. Like I'm. That's not that. I I can appreciate them. It's pretty. I pretty feet. I I'm. I guess I'm still just diving into the realm of like liking gotta, feet. Hold on. Oh. You don't forget that I'm a yoga teacher. I can put my foot in my mouth. I'm just seeing if they smell like feet. My feet don't even smell like feet because they haven't been in a sock or a shoe. I've been barefoot. And like oftentimes as much as I like bathe and put um, shea butter, you're just still blown away at how flexible I am, aren't you? It's like kind of blowing your mind that I can. Just I want to turn you into a fucking pretzel. God <laughs> damn it. Fuck. People always say that when we're fucking, they're like, you just keep going. I'm like, I'm a fucking yoga. I've been, a, I've been doing yoga for 27 years. I'm often fucking someone who's not 27. 
right? Who's like 25. And then I'm like, I've been doing yoga for 27 years and you could just see their head fucking explode. Like, wait, how old are you? <laughs> it's just, ah! it's like a whole fucking thing. Uh, anyway, I mean, and it's so great because I think people are in denial and they don't think it's real because my profiles all say my age, but I think people look at that and they look at my face and I'm sure one day this will change and it will all just fall apart. And they're like, they just, it doesn't register. So then we're like fucking. And they ask that question. I tell them and they're like, I thought you were like 29 or I thought you were like in your thirties or whatever it is. Not too heavy on that. What? Not too heavy on that. You're cute. You're cute. But you're not that cute. No, I'm not saying you're not that cute. I'm just saying you don't look 29. I don't think so either. I think they're lying to themselves and my and me because I think like, that they have a thing for daddies, but they also can't quite fucking verbalize it. Do you know how we all have, and that's part of the ick evolution. I wanted to, oh my God, I didn't know we were gonna go back to the ick evolution, where you mm -hmm. think something's icky and then you have that in-between space where you go from like, ooh, that's icky, I don't wanna eat feet, to where you secretly eat feet, but you don't tell your friends about it. And then one day you're doing a podcast and you're talking about eating feet, right? So like there's that in-between, right. like, so there's the in-between where like, and I remember, like, I know how that happened. I know exactly how that happened. I was very often the top and still am very often the top, even though, you know, I'm trying to lean into being a bottom and like I call myself a dom bottom and a service top. But I was very often for the longest time a total top uh, just because I felt I had to be. That's a whole nother story. And I'm sitting there and you have these hairy legs and these big fucking feet that are right there. And you're fucking because I often will, fuck, you know, people are laying on their back and I'm fucking them raw and their feet are right here. And then I think it was I would use their feet to rub my nipples because I have really sensitive nipples. And, you know, the bottom of the feet can be like kind of callousy and have like a texture to it. So it's like feels really hot. And then I would like put their feet into my pits and my pits stunk and then I could smell my pits. But then I could smell their feet, too, because if they were wearing shoes and socks and then feet have like a specific smell that can, by the way, be its own like turn on like oh God, it's a whole I'm thing. I'm getting you hard again. I love Am I attracted to this? Oh God. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and, and so, and then I just remember, and then I would get to the point where I remember I'd have like their feet up here and it's like, you're always trying to find as the top, you're trying to find like the perfect kind of pose where you can just like get into your rhythm and it's not fucking work. And especially like if the bottom is not flat, I mean, it's really hard to, to fuck inflexible bottoms. It's like work. And then you're like having to like, you'll get like up and you're like pushing your whole fucking body weight. Like, you know what I mean? And like, you're, you're, you're leveraging your weight and like figuring out how to do it. And of course I'm a yoga teacher. So I've like know how to move. So I'm like, you know, but I think one day what happened and it's almost like, um, I remember you're not gonna remember this from a kid who put the lime in the coconut and it was like an accident and then the that's lime how we came in up. the coconut and drink it all up. <laughs> you, you put the you lime I mean? in the yeah. coconut. Yeah. And, and so I think what happened is as I think feet were an ick for me, but then the feet when you're topping feet, how can feet be an ick if you're topping someone? and you're topping them on their back, their feet are going to touch your, you're going to have stinky feet all over your body. It is not possible not to do it. It is not possible. They could be in a sock, but oftentimes the socks, as we know, which is really hot, again, this is where the ick evolution comes in because the socks often smell more than the feet. Like, and which, so I mean, it, oh God, now I'm starting to get horny because I'm thinking about it. And I really, by the way, if you're out there and you're listening and you're looking for a little play date, I think I really need a foot centered play date sometime soon. I, that involves stinky socks and shoes. And I need to put my fucking nose in your shoes and just take your fucking raw cock while I'm sniffing your shoes and your socks. Maybe your sock in my mouth, your, my nose in your shoe. Anyway, so the point being is, woof, I am such a pig. Yeah. So but I think what happened is the lime and the coconut, because I have these feet, I have these stinky fucking feet, and they're and, and it's so hot when they have like 
really hairy like calves and 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 like these thick hairy cat and they're really hairy and and then it just dawns on you, you're like this is part of this person i'm bonding with and so that foot gets close to your face and the next thing you know you're and you don't even know it you don't even realize it because it's so primal and next thing you know at least for me next thing i know i'm i would I, it started with licking their their hairy calves and then it worked up to I'm licking their feet. Next thing I know, I got their toes in my mouth. I'm licking between their toes. I'm licking their feet. And it's so taboo and it's so nasty because I thought that was a nick that this is like, now this is the thing. And my dick's in them and I'm, oh shit. And it's just a fucking full take. Anyway, so, I mean, that's the ick evolution. I just think I needed to bring that up because like there, I thought I was taught that feet are supposed to be icky. And the next thing you know, I'm eating a foot like it's fucking, I'm at the sushi bar or something. And this is like the, I got the omakase and I told the chef, make me whatever you want. And it was fucking boy foot in my mouth, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I have your finest pinky toe. <laughs> your finest pinky toe on a bed of rice, please. I would um, num, 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 num. I would dare you to tell me what the fuck and where I came from, like what it is that got me off on this tangent. Because we were supposed to be talking about headspace and we're continuing right. the pop, the pop time. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, and I know this is crazy where I'm going with this, and I, and I don't know exactly what it is, and I hope people follow and know the whole part about being ADHD and neurodiverse, but you bring up your friend who calls you cub, and I think this is very topical, and I don't want to go too deep into it, but or you can if you want. I'm not going to tell you what you can fucking do. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but I have had several friends as we've started this podcast who have decided to not be quiet and tell me what they really think, and that is that they don't get into pup play so therefore they can't listen to this podcast we have talked about pup play and the pup scene zero until this episode that's not true we kind of talked about it in an episode we never aired and we didn't not air it because of the pup play talk it was just it was very early and we were still figuring out our chemistry and our mechanics right and one day i may fucking have a miracle of time and cut that shit up and put it out there on a platter for you guys to digest so you might get some early pup pup play talk from tango and cylon but and then the other thing that people who are even closer friends are like well you know with pup play and they bring in the whole idea that there's some sort of sex happening with a non-human and i just want to fucking cover that before we get into pup headspace it has nothing to fucking do with that at all zero i have never absolutely met, i have zero. never met a pup i have never met a human pup who wants to have sex with anything other than another human being that is who we're having sex with. It is about, and that brings me to the word of the day, headspace. Do you like that? Did I did I tie that yeah, shit up? I know that was a long way to go. I went off on a tangent about feet. But, okay, I'm gonna read this definition of headspace and you're gonna love the first definition. I think it's hilarious. Are you ready? Um, the unfilled space left above the contents in a sealed container. I wanna get that. I'm we're making a t-shirt. That's oh, gonna no, be no, our that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful right there. <laughs> we are gonna oh. we are that is gonna be our first t-shirt for them pups. Is it's gonna be headspace and the definition is gonna be the unfilled space left above the contents in a sealed container and then it's going to have our little logo that i've dreamt up but haven't created yet which is them pups that has a little bit it's somehow it says them pups and it's a harness and a pup hood and i just haven't figured out how to do it yet i haven't sat down and made it happen but i have it in my mind right. i know it but is that a t-shirt right there that fucking definition because it's fucking ridiculous that i feel like the logo could go on i would i would put like the logo on the chest like something really cute and sleek that has them pups logo on it and on the back it's like a bigger one you say it's like an empty that space above 
uh, um, uh, empty container or something like that. So you would have like the silhouette of a person in pup gear, and it's just no thoughts, only pup right here. In the oh forehead. my god, yes! If some motherfucker hears this and makes this T-shirt before us, I am gonna be very unhappy with them. But we're still gonna do our own, and fuck you. Like, listen, come up with your own ideas. I'm really excited about this idea. We have to do it. Like, this has got to happen. This is, am I wrong? It's hilarious, right? That's hilarious. Yeah, okay, good. Moving on. That's clearly not what we're talking about. <laughs> Although we will make it a t-shirt, it is not what we're talking about. Uh, the informal. So that's the formal for Headspace, by the way. That is the formal definition of Headspace. It is that space above, that empty space above, which we could do a whole deep dive on how that is what we're talking about. Ooh, I love it. This is so ooh, loving today's word of the day. Oh my God. A person's state of mind or mindset. And I will, as I did with say, with S&M, I will break off and read the definition of mindset as well. So just know that's coming. Um, if you're not in the right headspace for this stuff, it's going to bore you no matter how well it's done. And so now we're going to give the or mindset definition, which is mindset. The established set of attitudes held by someone, the region seems stuck in a medieval mindset. The established set of attitudes held by someone. So none of these, personally, they all completely talk about it. They all edge around what we're talking about here. But do you want to give your definition of headspace? Oh, when you walk into specific environments, you need to have a specific attitude or a specific way of um, thinking so that you can survive this interaction. For me, the, the, this pops up a lot um, most of the time when I'm having social interactions. I need to be in the right, let's say, headspace to want to interact socially with other people, not just on a sexual level, not just on a familial level, but people who don't really have any stake in my game necessarily to really uh, be willing and receptive to anything they might have to say, learning more about them. Okay. but. Headspace for me, when it comes to pop play, is this pocket of consciousness you seep into that other outside stimuli can't reach. It's different than how I normally am during the day. It's different than how I normally feel, um, how I normally will respond to certain things because I'm allowing all the stimuli to inform how I need to react to it. There's a specific way I want to approach scenarios when I'm in pop headspace. Can you give can you can you give us a more specific example of um where the headspace where tango leaves who they often are outside the pup scene and then when they come into the pup scene for group play or socializing or fucking or whatever it is that you're doing can you give a specific of like, well, this is what might happen here, but once I put this hood on and once I am just Pop Tango, like these are the things, this is how, it, am I, I don't mean to lead the yeah, no, they, they, no, no, these are, Um, this is actually kind of like important to talk about. So I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit lower uh, just okay. so I can like deal with keeping things light as well as like talking about something that does teeter off into what's serious for me. So where I am in the world, um, where I am, where I go to like mo my most frequent gay bar and everything, um, I try to leave my everyday persona at the door. I become a totally different person when I'm there. 
I am less callous and less um, defensive of myself. I'm more jovial. I like to be, I like to be the happy-go-lucky pup. I like to be the one that's friends with just about everybody and is willing, um, ready and willing to have scratches, running and willing to take a picture with my butt out if I so choose. Um, I'm a lot more lighthearted when I slip into that headspace of someone who is unlabored by the other things that buy for my attention. When I'm in, the, when you put on a hood, the, the, so the misconception is that um, these these masks that we wear, these these pump hoods, are these totally new things. No, people have been wearing hoods for ages, especially in this um, BDSM scene. Like, come on, if you go into a non, you go into non situations, or you have like a uh, a dom who has their sub presented for other people and they can't see they're wearing a hood that's a hood it slips as in, slips them into this submissive headspace that allows them to be receptive of domination receptive of different um, kinds of stimuli within my headspace there are different rules for how I'm to interact with people and that can become laborsome for a lot of other people honestly when I put my my um it's like to put on the S on your chest. When Superman is Superman and he has his S on his chest, he's in a totally different headspace than he is as Clark Kent. Something might trigger him to jump into Superman mode, but that is still they're they're two inseparable people that are um that are different things for different people at different times. I, I guess that's how I explain it. it. It's 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 so hard trying to put concrete words something so metaphysical and something that's so that's not grandiose but it's like it's hard to put words to this because it's just it it just is who i become it's my headspace is who i become when i want to become a part. i don't i don't know, I don't that's know good. if that, that resonates with anybody else that's good so i'm gonna if, if if you're okay i'm trying to find a comfortable way to sit in my pup headspace just so you know we were talking about some other I refer to it as quote unquote, the old guard. And I don't want to, I don't want to offend anyone. If you're listening to this, um, the statistically, the vast majority of everybody listening to this is under the age of 34. <laughs> so statistically, um, there's very few people over the age of 34 that's listening to this. If you're over 34, that doesn't mean it's not for you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm over 34. I'm just saying our demographic is younger. Right. Um, and something you and I have talked about is sometimes older folks um, have this stringent idea of things, how they should be within the fetish community. I have a very specific triggered past where I was an underwear waiter in a fetish bar that had a clothes optional basement as a very young gay when I was like 24, 25 years old, had a Spanish cross, had... Uh, <laughs> a Werner's cooler that you could lock a whole person in or get inside of it. Holy it, shit it, it, was it was tiled. Uh, it had the, the pommel horse that you could, you know, get fucked on. It had all sorts of things, a sling, of course, um, you know, tiled, tiled all four walls. It had been like a shower, uh, like a community shower, old school. And they turned it into this so that when it was done being played with, you could just hose the entire, and it was big. The room, the, the playroom was a big playroom. It was very interesting. All white tiles and all the, the everywhere. Anyways, I bring all this up um, because my, and I've shared this with you before, a lot of the people in that space were, there were no pups 
I'm not saying PUP wasn't a thing, but this was a long time ago. This was 20 years ago. Um, it was a lot of leather daddies as in the traditional sense with that like leather, like captain's hat, the leather vest with all of the patches from all the different like leather groups, the leather like chaps, the boots. And it was a lot of older, not fat. It was like a lot of older skinny leather men who were like, and when I say older, I was 20 years younger than I am now and they were older than I am now. So they were in their late 40s, 50s, maybe even 60s. And their language with me and with other people my age adjacent was very um, dictatorial, was very negative. It's sometimes called negging. It was very insulting. They would call me fat. They would put me down. They wouldn't tip me well. I, I wouldn't wait on them because, of course, I had an ego and I'm like, whatever, I'm hot shit. Fuck you. Like, and then they bitch the owner. I'm like, I'm not waiting on dude or what. It was funny because there were other people there too. There were other, so I was kind of ageist because I didn't, I wasn't really here for the way they wanted to commu communicate with me. And I've always had this little bit of like confident or cocky streak where I'm like, okay, well, fucking, you don't have any um, agency to my body. You can go fuck yourself. Like, I think you're gross. I was just delivering you a drink. I didn't have to get your fucking narrative on how you think I'm fat or how you think I don't have respect for the leather or the fetish community or whatever. And I've never really lost that. I really don't. I'm really interested in, in um, like that there's a history and I'm really interested that there's a counterculture, like deviant rebellious history and activist history to fetish and kink. But what really attracts me to pup now, I'm going to bring this full circle in case you're like, Jeff, what the fuck are you talking about? I do like that the pup community is either younger or differently minded older people. So I realize that there's less people my age in the pup community, but I'm there for the exact reason of what you just said and, and whether this resonates with you completely or not. I'm not there for what the traditional hood was. So you described a traditional hood as like, oh, that's existed forever. And it's a, I don't consider myself a sub at all in any way. I consider myself a dom bottom and a service top. So I'm not a fucking sub. I already have pups, like I said, and it's kind of amazing or weird or interesting and it made me horny and I didn't even know it, who are calling me alpha. And we'll talk more about that. But it was just it's a very interesting dynamic I didn't expect. And it might be just how I carry myself or what I say. But what I like is what you said, is the headspace is playful, is whimsical. I don't have to talk. I don't have to be me. I don't have to be seen as any stuff or status. The rules are we're playful and we're here to bond with each other, to laugh, to giggle, to feel part of something, to feel part of a bunch of people who are like, fuck this, I'm gonna put this hood on and escape from all the dumb shit, which to me is the unnecessary pecking order or hierarchy of the more traditional kinks. And I think that's what might attract a lot of younger people are like, I don't want you to tell me what to do, daddy. Like, I'm not really interested for some, like, I yes, I want someone who might be my alpha and teach me some things, but I'm not looking to be put down. Does that make sense? Right. And I don't right. see the pup community as negative ever. Like, no one, I, everybody see, like, every pup, I, I think what attracted me to being a pup is other pups who I met through the fetish community and how sweet and nice and authentic and like open and inviting and to be honest, sexual and just fucking curious. And like, so like, even pups out of hoods tend to have that quality. I'm like, oh, these are my people. These are my fucking, I didn't realize the whole time I've always been this person, but like, this is who I am.
Like, I'm not trying to tell you you're doing it wrong. Or I'm not trying to tell you you should hang out with those people because they're the cool people. Or I'm not trying to tell you you should hang out at this place on this day or that place on that day. And I've always bucked that and avoided that. I like that there's a bunch of people who are like, you don't have to see like my cute face or whatever. I'm going to put this pop pot in, on and it doesn't matter who I am or who you think I am or like what my thing is on stat like status online or whatever. I'm just another pup. I'm just another pup with stinky pits who like is just here um like you know tickle me pet me cuddle me play with me wrestle with me but here's the more important thing we're all pups so we're comfortable together and that's what i get from pups is that like oh you're included you can come you can hang with us you can sit with us like there's like it's a very like you know you can sit with us like you know it's it's just like a i don't know it's, it's welcoming it's not it's exclusive welcoming. it's inclusive and right. i love that and uh, and so i'm gonna do this again and um because I just, I'm, I wanna put the pup hood on because it's really exciting. And I got this new pup hood and I put the other pup hood on and you did it and it fucked with your microphone. So it's probably gonna fuck with every part of what I'm doing and you'll let me know. So right. it'll probably be temporary, but I've never put it on on the podcast, I don't think. See if I can do this without fucking up my AirPods and my ears. How's it feel, puppy? Oh my God, I love it so much. I love it so much. You know what I just noticed? What? Oh my God. I never realized this before. I think because my pits are so stinky, like this is like a, a funnel. It's like bringing my pit stink right into this. Yep. It's like, you know how like real that dogs have like a higher sense of smell? I literally am like, oh my God, I can smell my pit. That's the first thing I noticed is my pits. There are elements of headspace that you're. It's it's so. This is so. Oh, this is so cool. I love. I love. I love this. I love this so much. And I want you to just be in this moment and enjoy being a good boy. You're such a good boy. Well, I kind of just want to sit here and masturbate now. It's it's such a rush for me. It's it's so i don't know how to explain it to people I don't, can you hear me does it still work or no is it it's shit? it's muffled and i see what you're um you're saying but it, like i can i can hear you and i'm just excited seeing you enjoying this oh there's a good boy <laughs> i love it you'll have to take over the rest of the podcast because i'm just gonna sit here the rest of the time <laughs> i wanted to go into like a more uh, there's important to hear from multiple voices whenever you're given definitions because things mean different words mean different things to different people and this is from somebody who is a le like describes himself as a leather pup there's not th this is uh from leatherpup.me um pup scout speaking uh, um this is a uh, it's a it's a good article. I'll probably like find a way to link it in my link tree because I want to do some more reading into this. But this um, writer describes it as subs um, subspace, um, which is a form of um, headspace, is an altered state of consciousness that varies be between different individuals. The very definition, the ba basic definition that can be applied is that it refers to a state where the brain waves in the mind are functioning in a different way and the basic default of being awake and alert and sleeping. It's, it's likened to a dreamlike state. This is not what reality is outside of this. 
you described to me how you it felt like a funnel, like the stimuli that you wanted more of was getting funneled to you. Headspace almost prepares you for that. It like sit, slipping into Headspace, whatever form it is, whether it's a dom space or a subspace. Um, let's make the different. Let's differentiate between the two. It prepares you to uh, receive the right stimuli to get what you want out of the play. Um, you can talk about um, Headspace in regards to mental health as well, but in this case, we're talking about it when it comes to kink, like that it makes you more receptive to the things you want to attract during play. And things that break you out of it, whether it be somebody producing an ick for you, those things bring you back to reality. Uh, I don't know, you're having such a good time and I want people to be able to see this. So I need you to talk just a little bit. I know bit. I need to make noise, but I don't want to talk. So for me, I, I want to talk about that. If you guys can hear me, I, I can lift this. Does that help if I lift it? I could take lift it off, but I don't like how it looks. I don't like how it looks when it's off. But for the sake of this, I will take it off. Oh, jump scare. I'm not, I'm not, kind of works. I am not, I'm not a fan of this look, by the way, which I know this is for when you're playing so you can eat ass and you can keep it on. So I'll see, I have not played, I've played in this other hood and it doesn't have a removable um, stout. The muzzle, the yeah. muzzle. Um, but I've not played in this hood yet. So this to me is serving like some sort of like superhero, which I guess maybe like that whole like, pro wrestler kind of thing i don't know um and so immediately my dick is not as hard so just taking this off just to tell you the difference in headspace from just wearing this taking it off and being the way i am right now i am i when this was on i immediately was feeling a hard wire from my nipples to my anus to my balls between my anus and my balls the entire time i was sitting here i'm like pup could just fucking talk and I could just sit here and play with myself and like slowly edge and fucking come. No one would see it, right? Because it's where the sound comes from that gets recorded. So it would be literally just for you and I. And then I thought to myself, and this is like the part that I want to add to this. Maybe I take the hood off and talk about this more now that I've showed you all this. Um, ooh, God, I love this so fucking much. I want to go and not talk at all. That's the headspace I want to be in. I, part of Pup Cylon, and I don't know that we've talked about this, is to be like a mail or not mail order, like an internet order um, sex bot. I want to discuss, as you would call it, the words you would use, I want to negotiate in advance everything we're into. I want to come to your place in my pup hood. I want to get in the house and strip down to either butt naked or just the hood and the harness or the hood, the harness and the jock. Some sort of uniform, some sort right, of just whatever it is. Yeah, whatever we decided. And I want to say as little as possible and just however it unfolds, take as long as it takes to just explore each other non-verbally. The other person can be verbal and that's totally cool for me, but I am so used to, I, and this is a head, this is a thing for me is I don't, it's so weird because I've made my entire living, my entire life talking. The the pup headspace allows me to escape from that. Mm -hmm. I And so I, I did not feel right talking in this hood. I did not want to talk, which I know makes for bad podcast, right? So that's why I need to take it off. But I, um, I described as player one, player two. I often, without that hood on, I'm player one. 
I want to be player two. I, and, I, and, and some people mistake this as sub. That's not what I'm saying. And I know maybe you guys are all like, no, you just want to be a sub. You told us earlier in the last episode, you're a fucking masochist. You're over here wanting to eat feet and ass and pits and have your mouth spit in. I know, but it's just a specific respect. So I actually like my tops to be kind of subby, but I don't want to have to talk. Like I like the idea like that you're the kind of top that would lay down in bed, have your stinky pits and your hard cock. And I would come in and sniff all in your pits and your ass and all up in your pubes and spit in your mouth and you'd spit back in mine and I'd slobber all over your fucking cock and I'd ride it and you'd be whimpering and you'd come in my hole. I don't need you to fucking tell me. I don't need you to, and I think it associates to when I was that underwear waiter and that jock strap and I'm 24 and I have all these men who were 40 years older than me treating me like shit. I'm carrying that with me to this day. So I don't do well with Dom and, and, and like on Sniffies, people put Dom breeder top. I don't even chat with them. I don't care how fucking hot, hot they are. If you describe yourself as a Dom breeder top, I immediately think I'm not going to like your personality. Does that make sense? But that's just that makes my a own. Lot of sense. That's just that makes my a lot own. Of sense. That's my own thing. So I prefer people who say they're bottom verse. And then I talk to them and I'm like, are you really verse? Can you come topping? Do you like to top? Are you attracted to me? Would you want me to ride your cock? And I love having that sex. I love to bottom for bottoms. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Am I, am I, it now does. I feel like no, it's, it, makes, it makes a lot of sense. Is this one into some sort of fucking weird, awkward territory? Am I not? Am I? No, no, no. You're, you're making a lot of sense. It, this you're... is my opaque, my opaque understanding of headspace for me. And I think it's very personal for everyone. Right. right? It's so not going to be the same thing for everybody. So I want to be able to go and hang out with a bunch of pups, ideally, like I just talked about. But then that's hard because we've talked about the idea that you have to have consent. So ideally, if you saw me out, this is a big story. If you saw me out and I'm deciding to put Cylon on and be in my pup headspace, what would be really cool is to come up with me, come up to me and say, may I touch you? And I would shake my head. I don't want to talk to you. Is this okay? And I would shake my head. Does that make sense? I like don't yes. even want to talk. I like literally, and that's making my dick hard just saying that. Like the idea of someone coming up and going through with me and asking me as they go and eventually fucking me. I would, and so you could call that submissive, but I don't think it is. Does that make sense? No, you still, you're still retaining a lot of power in this. And that's not to say that sub, um, subs lose the power that they have in the interaction just by the sheer uh, fact of them being submissive to somebody. That's, right. that's not what this is. Um, honestly, like the labels are less important than the feel. Oh, I will... The feeling is so good. You, if you are knocking fucking, and this is the, to circle back to what I was saying, people who fucking knock it, you should fucking try it. Like it's just so fucking hot and it just feels so fucking good. And to pop out with other people who are in that headspace of love and curiosity and giggles and fun and like want to get into your pits and want to cuddle you and tickle you and scratch and rub your back and like lick on you. It's so fucking good. And in all these people who have this hang up that it's like associated with some sort of like animal thing, I, I'm sorry. And the, the thing is, and I was thinking about it because I am pup crazy right now, pup tango. I am fucking pup drunk right now because of us starting this podcast and me adding all these pups on social media and looking at all of them. 
And what did I get to see is I, the only, and I, and I complimented so many of them, like they're messaging me and I'm like, oh, you have such beautiful eyes. What blew my mind is this one pup I was talking to was like, no one's ever complimented my eyes. And I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? Beautiful, like, like wet cement or like not even like gray, like light, like gray, just beautiful fucking eyes. And I'm like, that's what you're almost connecting steel, with. Almost steel yeah, eyes. Th that's what you're connecting with when you connect with a pup is each other's eyes. So much of the conversation happens and how, and what's so cool about that is you think, oh, I've put on a hood and this is what, and, and I, and, and I'm not reading into what you were saying about hoods, but like, I've seen a lot of hoods that cover the eyes. Right. And something that makes pup hoods different is they don't cover the eyes. And so you still are seeing each other and we can communicate really well, just looking in each other's eyes. And to me, that's a whole ick evolution, which goes back to the last episode when I was I'm reluctant to say a young pup. I'm saying that because it makes sense. But when I was a young man, eye contact scared the fuck out of me. Now the idea of a pup that I have some sort of a like primal connection with looking into my eyes and then eventually fucking putting their like spraying their load inside of me. Fucking hello. And, and for some reason, I can't do that without the hood on. I can't have that. I, I personally feel like I have to say something which is my own problem. So the, the pup hood in many ways is a gag for me. It helps me say less. Is that headspace still? I'm, I'm, I'm asking that, you. That but is, like, that is, that I feel like there's two, it's twofold. The hood serves, the pup hood serves a twofold purpose where they, where it allows you to like really ton, have tunnel vision on the things that you, the things that you actually want to come to you. It also does limit what you're allowed to put out. You have to communicate with your eyes. Vocal communication isn't that easy, except for like grunts, huffs, moans, things like that. So it's it's a twofold thing. You're absolutely correct. That's the beauty of it. And some people, I don't know why, it just happens to be the old guard who really were the pioneers for this type of play to even be a normal thing. Um, that it just becomes such a hard topic for them. I don't, I don't quite understand that, but I do understand you. I do understand Aww. the need. <laughs> that is the coolest I, thing anyone's ever said to me. Like that is, thank you, Pup Tango. I just have to stop the podcast and say, I love you. That is amazing to say you do understand me. I do we understand need to learn. We like need to try to say that to each other more often. Not just you and I. I mean, hey, when I say that, I'm talking to everybody who's listening to the podcast. The podcast. I did it again. The podcast. Yeah. To the podcast. Uh, try to understand your friends and let them know when you're getting what they're saying. Cause that's really cool. <laughs> you just made me feel really, really good. Thank you. I'm glad. How are we on time? I want to, I want to know what else we can talk about right now. And I don't know what the time I is. didn't look hard at when we started, which is really fucking bad. Cause I have like one job and I didn't do it and I have a clock here. I mean, you could look too, but neither of us, I, I, Oh, you know how I could tell? Cause remember I was on that phone conversation. Hold on. Hold on. Right. I yeah, did. so we're right now. Um, we're about at 45. Me, we're about at 45. Me, and then we probably did some front loading conversation. I got off the phone with him for an hour, but I don't know how long we talked, but we did talk for quite some time because you're like, I think we should start this. I think we should start this. And then we kept not starting it. Yeah. So I think we're probably, you're right, around 45. Yeah, I think we're, I think this is a good place to leave it um, because we've gone, in, we've gone into what we want to go into. We kept it light and we've allowed each other to like enjoy i wonder i just i've thoroughly enjoyed seeing you in your home and like it brings joy to me specifically because like there has been 
this almost witch hunt against people like creators who are starting to delve into pup play where it's a lot of the usual suspects saying that oh that's icky oh that's not right oh like who uh, i asked this time and time again when it comes to like a lot of like the same the same old guard um, folks who are um, yucking everything that we find as a young, like, who are you performing for? Who yeah. well, are you really trying actually, to do Actually, we do for? have a little bit of time. I think we probably, I, I want to just say that. Um, that is actually part of the pup head space that I want to continue with what you just said. Who are you performing for? Sorry if I cut you off. I apologize. Do you want to it's say okay. more? Are you um, sure? Okay. To like, uh, actually, just to keep on with the... Um, that that train of thought to actually continue and I'm gonna let you speak after is um if if it's the fact that you're performing for your friends, maybe evaluate your friendships and evaluate where their biases might be. Um if it's for somebody else, what are their intentions behind this performance? Because all we want to do is have fun. Have fun with consenting adults. So why does it really matter to you? Why do you have to be so vocal about your dislike or your disapproval? If everyone's consenting, everyone's adults, and we are not harming any other creature, we're not harming creatures in general, then what is the fucking problem? That it has to be you. It can't be me. Because I'm, I sleep good at night. I sleep good at night. And sometimes I fall asleep in my hood. Because it adds that add of that act that um extra sound um, noise canceling uh, to it, like I could just I sleep in my hood if I wanted to. So what I was gonna say, and this is kind of specific, and it's funny because there's more than one person this would uh, speak to, and I may have brought this up in previous episodes, but I'm gonna bring it up again because I think it has to do with me seeking out the pup community and the pup head space, and that is there are a lot of we've talked about it before clicky white bears. Problem, problematic clicky bears. Uh, I think it goes to, they were probably bullied, made fun of in, in high school. Suddenly they're beautiful and they have a community that they want to have sex with each other and they turn into mean girls, which October 3rd was just here. Uh, they turn into mean girls and they, um, what I've noticed is they, 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 I don't know if it's conscious, but they love to make enemies and factions. I'm not saying that doesn't exist in the pup community. There is drama in the pup community and it's sad, but I see Hello it a drama. lot. Yeah, Hello but, I drama. Do, but I do, but I do see it a lot in the, the bear uh, cub community where people have burn lists and, and it's so funny because if you ever, and no one delves into, oh, that person's a horrible person. Oh my God, that person's such an asshole. Oh my goodness. <gasps> Holy shit, let me tell you about them. And then if you ever like took the time to ask them to tell you about them, and if they were honest and you talk about it, you realize it's all rumor. I, I don't want to like get into it, but like, but I'm not going to sit here and character fucking assassinate this person just because y'all don't like them because they're popular, because they're beautiful, because they have money. My theory on their entire burn list, because they have an entire burn list, these problematic white bears, is that every one of them called them out on their problematic behavior. And rather than 
finding them their way into an evolution of like, oh, maybe I have problematic behavior. Maybe I can do better. Maybe I can say I'm sorry. Maybe I can evolve. Instead, I'm going to character assassinate these people and I'm going to be just exhaustingly present everywhere I can talking shit about these people. I say this because I think I'm on one of their burn lists now because one of them, when I saw them, they couldn't even look me in the eye and we used to be good friends. And they can't even look me in the eye, which means now that our friendship has distanced a little bit, they have started talking shit about me because they know that they've been problematic in front of me. They know that they have used racist uh, terminology, transphobic, anti-feminine, pro-masculine. I that that whole like, oh well, you know, mask is better. That those words came out of their mind, and also anti-Semitic language. And because I know all of that and I've witnessed it firsthand, they are probably now trying to burn me on their burn list. And guess what? If you listen to this or your friends listen to this. I am proud to be on your fucking burn list of made up shit. And by the way, I need to seek out, can you send me your burn list so I can seek out everybody on it? Cause they're probably the best fucking people you've ever interacted with. And so why I'm seeking out the pup community is because I see it personally from right now, every pup that I know in Chicagoland that I know is not like that. I'm not saying that there's not drama. I'm not saying there's not hella drama. Like you just said, I'm not saying there's not that, but this whole burn list that happens within the clicky white bear community is exhausting. All of these people creating drama with each other. And I hate to say this, but I don't hate to say this, but I'm gonna say this. We have much bigger fucking problems, fucking cult of evangelical, I couldn't get evangelical out of my mouth. Evangelical Christians are coming for us. They would like to geno genocide us fucking queer people. Look at the fucking laws that they are passing in Florida and in Texas and in Southern fucking red states. And you're over here creating burn lists of other fucking popular or hot or sexy, or they're younger than you, they're cuter than you, whatever, they're, they're smarter than you, they're more fucking politically aware and awake than you. And what, you have to be everything to all people. That is what's called a narcissist. So to you who are burning all those people, that's called narcissism. And guess what pups are? We put hoods on our fucking faces because we all want to hang out the opposite of narcissism. We all want to just be playful with each other and loving with each other. And so my suggestion to all of you that have burn lists, it's not about you. It's about us. It's a community and it's much more fun and it's much better together. So go sniff some butt, go lick some fucking pits. I meant to say sniff some pits, lick some butt. Lick some butt. But do all the things. So the pits and take, ass. Take some, take some fucking cock. And get the fuck over yourself. That's all. That's what is that? It was that a little bit much about pup headspace, but that to me is really. You have a look on your face that is so much right now. I don't know what to offer, like, cause you done, you done rounded the bases on that one. I, That's okay. I've experienced my fair, my fair share of this quote unquote burn book mean girl behavior, like. And I can't really speak to the situation that you um you talked on because I don't know the people involved. Number one, right. I have like have so to. many so many degrees well, of separation. The situation I just shared exists with so many people throughout our community. Like I'm, what I just shared is exhausting and predictable. Go on, sorry. So my major takeaway is that I would like my headspace to be that of fun. I am not coming here. I don't want to put on my hood and be reminded of all the baggage that whoever else has behind their eyes when they're just on the outside looking in. They're not in the mosh. They can't even get in. They don't even have the gear on. They're not in the mosh. We have our own issues and we're handling them. I encourage you uh, to take a look at yourself in the mirror. 
before you call what I'm doing a problem. Like, oh, I could, I, I, it gets exhausting. It gets exhausting very fucking quick. So, I'm going to wrap this up with a little fucking bow. So, for all of you that are pointing and laughing at us pups, you can just be quiet. Silence is fucking free. You know what's not? Tuning into the podcast on JFF. Mm. <laughs> to all of you mm. that are judging us, to all of you that are judging us that have an opinion, you can just be quiet. On that oh. note, until the next episode, stay kinky. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, my God. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. We have to tell everybody where they can find us. We have to do that at the end. We do that at the end of right, the right, episode. Right, right. Okay, um, I'll wait. go first this time. I'll you go, go first, first this time. time. Um, you can find me or at Tango Foxtrot T A N G O underscore F O X T R zero T on Instagram, Twitter, artist formerly known as Twitter X. Um, you can find me at that pup tango on TikTok. If it, I believe, I believe, be, you look, you look, I said it last time, I say it again. If you go to Instagram, you can find my link tree. Hey, link L I N K. Tr dot ee forward slash pup tango. You can find all my links that way. Hey, hey, proud it off in a nice little bow. I ain't doing this. Right, look, I love look, it. I'm done. I'm done. That quick. And for me and us, b e b e a r b e b a r e b bear b bear. By the way. Why it says be bear, if you guys are on the history, just so you know, because you're like, what does that fucking mean? You just totally threw bears under the fucking bus. Not all bears, just problematic, clicky fucking white bears. Okay, the mean girls of the bear community is who I threw under the bus. Keep that in mind. If you're them, then fucking you can be quiet. Okay, be bear as in be body positive everywhere, always right now. Be bear as in bear fucking ass naked booty, nothing to hide. I am out there. I am bear. I am raw and I want it raw. Be bear, be bear, B-E-B-E-A-R-B-E-B-A-R-E on the artist formerly known as Twitter, just for fans, only fans, Blue Sky, Be Bear, Be Bear. And by the way, these episodes, the video is on the just for fans of Be Bear, Be Bear. Use the code THEMPUPS, all one word, no spaces, T-H-E-M-P-U-P-S, THEMPUPS, $1 trial. You got it. And then uh, Hello, I'm Jeff on Instagram, the Hello, I'm Jeff on TikTok. I will see you all out there. That is everything. I think I got it all covered. Stay Ooh, take a breath, girl. Ooh, stay kinky. Pop out.